0: Good evening
1: and welcome to show episode number nine of So What's Been Happening Uh, and like all most good shows do a few technical glitches right at the start just as we're about to go to air so I've had to do a quick 360 swap um, as usual but nothing different in the world of uh, live Facebook so without further ado bring on a good mate of mine Glenn Curran. How are you Glenn?
0: I'm good, thanks. So, mate, having a few little difficulties at the moment. I'll just get you back up. Oh, no. There we go. Good evening. No worries. Hey, I think we have a quick little
1: be, change. <laughs> yeah, quick little pit crew change. Hopefully we uh, we get a few of the technical <laughs> gremlins out and gone before uh, before our special guests come on. So sorry about that. We're a little bit late ah, Beautiful. Start. um all good things all good. come to those who wait, they say. So episode uh, nine, Glenn, who would have thought we would have got there? We started episode one with a bit of a plan to just get on and have a chat to a few mates during this COVID time. Um, and boy, things have changed. We've uh, It's all happening. We've had some great guests on so far and a special week coming up for sports fans, no doubt.
0: Yeah, look, a big week for the AFL as much as it's been a unique season this year. And even the events of this week have been a bit unique with the Brownlow medal on Sunday night and the way that was conducted and hosted and with the COVID restrictions. Now we've got the grand final coming on Saturday night, first night or twilight grand final. Two Victorian sides played in a non-Victorian. So a lot of a lot of new things, but a lot of exciting things as well.
1: Absolutely, no doubt it's going to be an exciting one. Um, it's been a while. Since two Victorian teams took the stage together, we can't wait to do that. Um, sadly, it's going to be in a foreign place, uh, which is very different. Um, probably won't happen again for now, for, for our lifetime anyway. So, so they say. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. But let's see. And um, look, there's no no doubt. There's, uh, out of all the clubs, there's no one more passionate than Tigers fans. I think it's great. I, I'll declare my allegiance now. I'm, I'm a a diehard Demon fan, and it's going to be a long time. Um, We've teased, we've had, we've we've teased the market a little bit, teased enough members to keep buying memberships, but we're a long, one, we're a long way from a hundred thousand members and we're a long way from a premiership. So um, look, uh, I'm not going to tease myself anymore. I'm going to be realistic and hope uh, I'm going to jump on the Tigers this week and let's, let's hope we can bring them home. So without, uh, without further ado there, and I know you're a bombers man, mate. So you've, you've had a, a couple of good years there, but we'll talk. We'll talk bombers and demons another day. This is all about the tigers today. <laughs> yep. Oh, we, we must mention another um,
0: mob as well, though. We must mention. We must mention both animals. Both. Both sets of cats. That's true. Both sets of felines. So.
1: That's right. We'll give. Uh, we'll, we'll give, give the we'll cat a
0: oh, And I. <laughs> and I will. I'll give you my allegiance first. Obviously bombers, but I'll go the other way just to keep it even. I'll go for the Catters.
1: Right. oh, you're on the catch. You, you, at least we're not on the fence tonight. We've picked, we've gone straight,
0: <laughs> and we've gone with our loves.
1: So I might go with the power of the fans right now. Well, yeah. Hundred thousand people will be with me, I'm sure. Uh, let's let's uh, yep. let's cross to one of those mad tigers now. I'd like to bring him on. A friend of mine, um, and there's probably no bigger tiger fan I know. So let's bring him on, uh, Mister Eddie Zamet. How are you, Eddie.
2: <laughs> Good. How are you
3: guys?
1: Good, good. Out, Eddie. Welcome for those technical delays. Thank
3: you,
1: Eddie Glenn Glenn Curran. Um, so, Eddie, this this all kicked Glenn's off. Glenn's gone for uh, the cat
3: straight up. Like, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, I got,
1: he probably
3: got a, didn't realise that. I'm all about a of passionate tiger. I'm, I'm writing down the
1: umpire report here already. Like, what's going on? <laughs> let's see if uh, let's see if we can get him Ed, across to the Tigers.
0: How to sell.
1: Sorry about this, guys. We've got a little bit of a delay on the audio there, so just bear with us. We might have to let it breathe a little bit as we talk, just in between people, just in case it crosses over. So, Eddie, over to you, mate. Um, let's let's start where it all began for you for the Tigers. Where? How old were you? And did you get swept in from the start, or was it a were you a late bloomer?
3: Well, I, I was born in 1974, which is um uh, richmond premiership year and it just so happened to be the chinese new year year of the tiger so i was kind of born into the um tiger allegiance and um i was pretty happy i really didn't get into um footy until um the famous 1980 so i was pretty happy that i watched a lot of games with my dad back then um and I never knew that it would take another 37 years to get a <laughs> like a go at the grand final. So I was pretty happy in 2017. Um, but yeah, I love I love Richmond. Um, I used to, my favourite player back in the day was Dale Um, But I, I love I love 80s football to be honest. I, like I love all of the characters from 80s football. But um, I'm excited about the game on Saturday. Like I think that. Um, out of the, the two teams, there's a lot of personalities and a lot of characters. And, per, uh, like, I don't think I've seen characters like this since um, the 1989 Grand Final, the Hawthorne-Geelong. Like, you, it's just um, um, stars across um, um, both teams.
1: Yeah, look, it's it's uh, there's a lot of people ready for this one, that's for sure. It's been a, a while since we've had two Victorian teams, as we know, and no one's more passionate than the Victorian fans. And obviously we're pretty biased. Based on that, as a as a collective group, um, so we've started the last week off really well with the Melbourne Vixens uh, getting the job done in in uh, in the netball, so that's that's yeah. a good kickoff, um, knocking off the WA team. Um,
4: yeah.
1: So you talked about Dar Waiteman, uh, yeah. the flea, what a, what a superstar he was, but yeah. who was who was probably one of the unsung heroes of that 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 era.
3: Oh, in I, was in, I was always into um, Mark Lee. Like um, the Ruckman, I, I kind of like that duo, the Ruckman and the Rover. Um, yep. Yeah, and I, I like, I, I guess the the thing that made it stand out for me with Dale Waitman was um, State of Origin. Like um, State of Origin was huge then and Dale Waitman was kind of like dusty these days, like um, can't play a bad game during State of Origin.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he was, he, there's no doubt on the old duffel coats, he was one of the first names that would sell out on the little yeah. embroidered names that you used to buy. Um, yeah. And there's no doubt there would have been plenty of Dale Waitman badges sold over time, so. Yeah. I was
3: also a fan um, of uh, KB, obviously. Like, um, I think the older I've got, the less I've been into KB, though. I felt like um, maybe he was a little selfish, <laughs> like, years later. But um, I was there at the famous day, Um um, when um, he had the four hundredth um, game and um they were giving away these leaflets and I've still hung on to it um from nineteen eighty three, which is
1: a long time really. Yeah, it sure is. Uh let's not talk about long times. Sixty four last yeah. on uh, the demons one one yeah. so It's been a while between drinks. Um, Can and, I jump uh, no in the second there with a couple of
0: times? Go for it, Glenn. Oh, just jumping in there for a second. Thanks, Aaron. Um I love your passion. I'm gonna shoot You've given me three names there. Now, I'm going to give mm. you three easy questions. As you <laughs> said, I was born in 1970. I'm all about nicknames and passion and that sort of stuff and rhyming slang and whatever. Yeah. The three blokes you spoke about then. Mark Lee, his nickname. Mm. Do you know it? I think it was,
3: uh, oh, jeez, you're testing me there. I'd say it's, um, wasn't the it General, was it?
0: Yeah, correct. Go to the top of the class.
3: Okay, great. Jesus. Uh,
0: Definitely
3: we'll The run. Flea. The Flea. Carl
0: Waitman, The Flea? And yeah. you answered, you've answered this question before and what you've just said. KB, as you said, as you've got older, you realise he might have been a bit selfish, mm. hence the nickname, Hungry.
3: Hungry, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I actually
3: That's- think that out of all the nicknames, like Richmond fares pretty well. We had The Ghost. We had Disco. <laughs> um, we had Captain Blood. Um, yeah, it was. It's fun. It's funny how um the whole nickname thing has kind of come out of football as well. Like um it's an it's amazing to actually think back, um back then. Like I've I've watched old school footy and it's just amazing to see how ruthless it can be. Um and now it's just so many rules. Like I must admit, during the Power and Richmond game, I, I was over the umpires. Like um i um, getting um out of bounds on, um, um, deliberate, like, and it worked in our favor in the end, but it was just like, it was incredible to see. We might
0: as a Richmond supporter, because yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not good. And Aaron is a really good friend. And I'll, I'll put that out there first. And he's one of the most technically minded good with his gizmos and that sort of stuff. I'm a dinosaur speak to my wife, speak to my children, they'll tell you the same thing. But sometimes when I go into that to the book of faces and make a little comment, I might might yeah. think before I type. That's the thing that annoyed <laughs> me about the game on Saturday was I love a tightness, but the deliberate advances for both sides, it just got a bit ridiculous in the end. It mm. just I I think at times it detracted from the game a bit, which to me mm. I thought it was a tight, hard contest. For most of the night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's, just, let's just
1: hope. Let's just hope the uh, the third team in this scenario doesn't get too involved. Meaning the <laughs> umpires. Let's just <laughs> let's just play the game, guys. Let's just play the game. We don't need the third umpire <laughs> and the third team <laughs> what do, this week. What did Washline say?
0: What did lines say? Let the cobblers cobble. Let, let the players play. Let the managers manage.
1: And just <laughs> a. Just a tiny little sneak that we kind of half use as a bit of a running joke on this show. But this is how it's too involved sometimes these umpires get. We we one one.
4: Okay.
1: Razor Ray sadly has been yeah. sacked for the last couple of finals. But he's... Uh, Look, he's great for the game, no doubt, but yeah. they just get a little bit too involved sometimes and looking for a bit of me time, and it's not about them. But they yeah. are great for the game. He's one yeah, personality yeah. that we'd love to have out there.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. We're, we're, we're lucky on,
3: uh, on, on Friday for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, at the end of the day, it's not how you get there as long as you get there and you're there. It's so that's, exactly that's the first step. Yeah. Um, and no Half no the doubt battle. the Cats... The cats cats did a great job getting there too so look it's set up now for two 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 teams obviously eddie just let's touch on quickly before we bring up our next special guest just uh the world that looks like for you tell me a little bit of just about your t-shirt passion uh for one and then what's that led into 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 tiger branding for you um and what Um, what have you done with it
3: my background is art direction and curation i've um curated, um, some super huge, uh, t-shirt exhibitions over the last decade. That's probably from an insane collection of t-shirts I've got. I've got, uh, um, close to 9,000 t-shirts now, um, which is a lot for one person. Um, and I've been, um, I, I, I design t-shirts and, um, put it together. Um, the Richmond t-shirt that I'm wearing now, I get, um, mates to do this one. Um, was um put together by travis price who's probably online at the moment um and uh travis has been a great mate over the years he he's a bomber fan glenn so you'll be happy about that um he's
0: obviously a very intelligent man
3: very intelligent man man. (laughs) um he is is he's very intelligent man um on um i guess i started um doing t-shirts i was very excited that um, Richmond made the finals. And some reason in 2017, before the final series started, I decided, you know what, I'm going to do t-shirts. So I printed 37 um, and 37, because of the amount of years we'd wait. Uh, we waited to get a premiership, um, not knowing what would result, we ended up winning for some reason. And I have still no idea why I didn't do it. But in 2018, I kind of skipped <laughs> and never made the t-shirt. Which, um, I feel like there's magic in the t-shirts. And, uh, in 2019, um, I did It's Tiger Time. In f- the first year, I did, um, Eat 'em Alive, which is obviously the catch cry of, um, the eighties for Richmond fans. Um, and this year, um, we've done two, like one, um, with yellow and black. And the reason why I've done the yellow and black one, um, is because it's the last thing Dusty really yelled out after winning um, the Norm Smith um, last year. And obviously it's part of the the theme song. And also just to be in theme for this year, um, Tigerland um, is Queensland. (laughs) So I thought that was a good idea. And um, down below, I I gamely put the pandemic premieres. Like I was a bit worried after that first final.
1: (laughs) Yeah, look, it's it's really interesting that, and it could be a good omen that uh, that you didn't produce that T-shirt in 2018. Um, yeah. What was the thought process going into that? How come How come you were too busy during that time? or how I, did think the was, not come I actually think it was too busy. I
3: remember um, no matter what happens this weekend, I, I won't be as devastated as the elimination final against Carlton because, as most Richmond fans know, we lost to, not, to ninth spot. <laughs> and... Um, I guess in 2018, like Carlton and Collingwood are the arch enemies. Like, um, I actually prefer Collingwood over Carlton. I'm not a Carlton fan at all. Um, but with Collingwood, um, um, I don't know. I, I was just busy at the time and I, I I never did it. So, like, I made sure that I had the time to do it for uh, the following year and um, I was super keen to do it for this year as well.
1: Yeah, right. right. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting, that's for sure. Um, yeah. As as I said, there's no doubt you're probably one of the most passionate tigers I know, which is great. And the fact Mm -hmm. that you've been able to combine a couple of loves and um, so, how's the t-shirt available? Is anyone available to get it? Or exclusive exclusive club? Honestly, I
3: I haven't sold them. I've just given them away. You can um, buy them if you want from Milk Bar, but like um, it's it's there if you want to buy it. Like we've had lots of people comment, um, but. Ultimately, um, it's been a fun thing to do, and it's just something that I like doing. So it's always good to, um, you know, get the tiger army together, and um, some of those um, appearing on the program
1: tonight. I absolutely love the fact that the "Eat 'Em Alive" one I, I think stood out like like nothing else. That was super super great idea, and I, th- I really think the the pandemic premium is uh, is a nice little touch, man. It'll be a nice one to keep. Hopefully, if you uh, if you get the job done. Yeah, it'll be um, funny even
3: on the um the tiger for this one um we've got their face mask on as well you know like um and yeah. Tigerland um with the, uh, Queensland down the bottom as well like um the other two are back here the um eat em alive and it's tiger time.
1: Yep, I love them. I love them. So uh, you got a challenge on for the next one then for twenty one. For I'll tell you what, like uh, let's see how we go. Let's see how we go uh, on Saturday. That's right. Well, you are tiger supporters after all does <laughs> um, nothing like getting getting ahead of yourself a little bit. And obviously, <laughs> it, might have, it might have cost you in, in 18, but it's fantastic to see you win one 17 and 19. Um, I've i got a lot I think, of good Tigers, mates. I think the difference
3: between 18 and this year is that we've lost one at the very start. And I feel like that's put us in good stead. Um, I'd rather lose at the start than lose
1: at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's not about the head start you give, it's where you finish, right?
4: Um, and when exactly. they blow that
1: siren. So um, it's an interesting thing that no, uh, since extra time, well, is it gonna be extra time? That's that's the question. I think that's the deal these days. There's no coming back next week. That would have Wait. been a scary, uh, scary time. We don't wanna be going back to Queensland and if we can help it, we'd love to. Mm. Uh, may, maybe we, they should have declared this. If it was a draw, they bring it back to Melbourne. To play the decider, so yeah, <laughs> that's, sadly, that's not going to happen, but um, they have to continue. Eddie, if
3: it is a draw, they have to continue, from my understanding.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I think it is extra time. I'm not sure the amount of time, but at the end of the day, I think it should be golden point. Whoever scores and scores first, yeah. that'll be a nice little uh battle, even for five minutes or a couple of minutes. Sometimes, uh, as you know, it's a uh, low scoring. Um, I think potentially it could be a low scoring final anyway. So, Eddie, give us uh, give us an intro into. Into our next guest.
3: Yeah, is it uh Lisa and Paul? Absolutely. Yep. Um, so with Lisa and Paul, like I've known um Lisa since high school. Um and um she's ended up marrying um Paul Wright. Um and Paul Wright um is the son of um um Jill Brownlow medalist Roy Wright. Um Roy won the Richmond um well for Richmond, the Brownlow Medal in 1952 and in 1954. So've um, um, the last time I saw these guys in real life yeah, was the um, preliminary final of the GWS game um, the preli- um, in 2017
1: right so it's been a while between drinks obviously over time it's a little bit tough for everyone so look thank, fantastic for, thanks for coming on first and foremost um, and thanks for, for being able to be in a position to bring a good friend of yours on. So without further ado, let's let's uh, bring on, who have we got here? Hi, Lisa, how are Hi.
4: you? Hi, Aaron. Good, how are you? Hi, Eddie.
1: Hi, hey, how are you?
4: Um, yeah, good, thank you. Um, I must say I'm pretty excited, obviously, that Richmond uh, in a grand final again. Although I must, I'm not being cocky, I'm not surprised, because to see the coach and the playing group together over the years, um, Paul and I and our boys, Lockie and Liam, go to all the home games at the G and um, we've been members for a long time. So we get quite close to the playing group and to see the interaction that they have with our coach Ma is just an incredible, special thing. We haven't been to many functions lately, but to see them just as themselves out of the pressures of football, you can see that they've got such a close bond um, and it's just quite an incredible thing. And I think that's part of our success as well as having Brendan Gale as the CEO of Richmond. Um, his passion is just, uh, I, I get a bit emotional thinking and talking about it. Um, and I, I guess we're lucky we've got a great group of players that um, that are just we're in the right place, the right time. And it's been a long time for Richmond as well. And there's been some really bad times that we've, we used to go to the football, stay to the end, everyone, all the Richmond supporters would just vacate the seats, throw their memberships and we'd stay, we'd all support our players. And in those days, you used to walk across to Punt Road, go up to the social club um, and some of the players would come out and just have a little chat about how they're going, how they're feeling. Of course, the coaches were different in those days. Uh, we had Terry Wallace and and Danny Frawley. Um, mm. There was always that passion there's, there. And, yeah. So. There's no
1: doubt back in, back in the day, you, uh, Richmond was known for hacking through a few coaches, so to speak. So they were kind of yes. pretty impatient, weren't they? Uh, not just supporters but the whole club as general. Um, a big club like Richmond demands success um, and what an incredible vision Brendan Gale um, you know, we, yeah. you guys will know and I'm sure you've seen the footage again this week that's come up um, have been replayed of this vision uh, for mm-hmm. 2020 and where we'd be um, he slightly missed it in respect of he didn't tell us about COVID or the masks or the headaches we'd all be in but who would have thought and how he, how he ever um, would have this kind of vision? And look, it's great to have a vision, no doubt. Mm. But it was a massive call to call. Uh, did he call three premierships? He did.
4: He did, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable.
1: By the, um, by, and, by the end of and 2020. <laughs> so this is it, isn't it? Um, this is the vision. Yeah. And yeah. obviously you guys are, uh, well, we'll touch on that in a minute, Whether how confident you are. but. Um, would you rather play <laughs> another team other than Geelong? That's the question. Or are you happy with Geelong to be there?
3: I, I'm personally, I, I agree with um, what Dimmer has consistently said. I think that um, whoever whoever um, we're playing, I think we've just got to play the best team. And I would rather personally have Richmond beat the best team. And um, I think that, um, you know, I, I do feel sorry going back to, last week's game i think port um is was in the same position as where richmond was in 2018 but um i think you have to be the best team so i think that the two best teams are in there i think that there is no doubts that port and brisbane are coming um and you know in a few years time let's see where they uh, where, where they get
1: yeah absolutely um so you guys from school days um how did you end up yep. back at the footy together and how did how did this relationship continue as, as friends and, and what's happened since in the last couple of years as as uh, fellow Premier's um, supporters?
4: <laughs> um, well, Eddie was one of my best friends at high school.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
4: Um, we were very close in those days and it was just nice. I I guess I got on Facebook and saw Eddie was on there and that's how it all sort of started, I guess.
1: Well uh-huh. there's um there's no no doubt some there's incredible memorabilia behind you. Um, it's the it's the Hall of Fame almost um, behind yeah. you. And <laughs> must be very, very proud to have that in the in the family for sure.
4: Yeah, it's um it's special, I guess. Um our whole house is full of Richmond memorabilia and our boys are just as passionate as what we are about our football club. Um and I guess all I can say is having the right people in our club, we've got great players that are fit, ready to go, and you see them grouping up. I I guess every team's the same, but I I really watch our team closely and the relationship they have, they understand each other. don't – and Kochi's an awesome um, captain for our club. He's not always popular with the media as as well as Lynchie, um, but they just play with so much passion and – and also, we've got Neil Balm. We've got an awesome president, Peggy, uh, and she's just got her head on her shoulders, right. And a lot of our success is due to her. And um, I was, I'm grateful that she's my friend. And yeah, it's just it's exciting. So yeah, I'm, I'm not yes, look, on on Saturday night. I'm still proud of our our club because yeah. we're not at the, end of the day. we're away from families. It's we never played a night game, a grand final, but um, I think I'm not going to be cocky. But I'm just proud and I, I just love Richmond Football Club.
3: I think that's the yeah, thing like- about Richmond is that um, <laughs> there's, there's real heart in the last um, um, couple of premierships. And I definitely yeah. can see that on the field, but off the field, I think that um, that, that is, um, it's like a business. Like the, the vision that Brendan Gale um, planned out, uh, 10 years ago, it's like a business. Every business has good times and bad times, and it's just about trying to work out the key um, deciding factors. And I think that um, he planned it perfectly.
1: Absolutely. Sure did. Um, uh, we talk about that passion that we mentioned before um, as a Tiger fan. Um, who, who do you think in your opposition clubs that you, you believe uh, and I know there's always passionate supporters but who who's yeah. the most passionate club that you think you face against every once every well every obviously a couple of times a year Eddie first
3: uh, I think that um hmm, I, i'm a, I can only go um by people that I know but I would say it would be a mixture between um the bombers based on what they've gone through um But for a longer period of time, I would say the Saints. I think that the Saints um, are a um, team that everyone wants to see win. And I think that if they um, um, got into the grand final, it'd be pretty one-sided in terms of the support they would have. I think that, um, yeah, I think that um, I'm from the peninsula. So I think that, you know, um, St Kilda was based down um, in Moravan for, very long time, and I just think that yeah, the Saints like they're um, they're the underdogs. So I'm always
1: about the underdog. Yeah. Okay. Um, for sure. What, what's your thoughts, Lisa?
4: Yeah, I would agree with St Kilda. Um, I felt very sad for them when they they had that draw, and then mm. they re- that was just tragic for them. And yeah. I, I do know a lot of people at Barrackford, St Kilda, and just they're just hungry for victory and. It's sad it sort of hasn't happened yet. Um, Mm -hmm. So definitely, yep, St Kilda.
1: Okay. So neither of you mentioned my demons. That's okay. Um, (laughs) Sorry. As as an opposition um, supporter, um, I just have to declare this. Do you think we're going to win one in the next 20 years? Be honest.
3: Yeah. I think that, as I said before we came on, you had a couple of players that were in the um, the top 10 of the Brownlow. Like, um, yeah. I think it just it has to all come together. I got to say, yeah. um, from a Demon support, supporter point of view, the one game that I would have loved to have seen them win was, I think it was the 87 prelim against Hawthorne um, okay. to get Robbie Flower into a um, grand final. I would have loved to have seen that.
1: Yeah, well we, we talk about fairy tales for sure. Um yeah and speaking of fairy tales, uh we've got a supporter uh in the in the back backstage now that's uh, also a friend of yours um that would love to see a fairy tale send off. Um, Eddie, who who are we talking about here? Is this Shildi? It is.
3: SHILDI. Here we go.
1: <laughs> so we've got a surprise just I before we just before we talk to talk to Alan. Um, I just want to mention Alan's uh, where he, where he fits in, um, and Alan, give us uh, give us the word there.
2: How are you, guys, can you hear me? Hey Alan, excellent. My, Hi, my Alan. apologies.
1: My apologies. No, right. looks, like,
2: looks like Glenn's gone missing me, too. My apologies.
1: Give me one second. I've uh, sadly right. I've just done it. Complete technical glitch and brought up the wrong person. So apologies yeah. for that. I don't. I've brought up the big story and then I realised everyone's looking a bit awkward. so's Alan. But that's the great part about Facebook Live. So Shilpi yep. has hasn't actually jumped on yet, and I thought uh, uh Alan here was actually giving me a bit of a trick with a trick name. So let's. Sorry about that, Lovey. Um, I'll bring you back in a minute. Sorry about that, mate. All right. Nothing like technical Bye. glitch. I know you guys looked at me as like. Who is this guy? So that's yeah. beautiful. It's quality, quality viewing. Anyway, quality for that. Um, that's that's really thrown me. So, um, and I'm not sure where Shieldsy is if he's going to be able to make it. So let's let's see. Sorry to uh, spoil the surprise to you, Lisa, and then not deliver. But that's anyway all right. that's um, fine. Let, let me let me just quickly bring up uh, another friend of mine, Glenn Curran. Um, who's, who I regularly do this this uh, little gig with. And just to let you know, Lisa, I was explaining to Eddie before, this kind of show or idea is only very young, episode nine now. We started at episode one and never thought we'd go past episode one. It was literally born in isolation or lockdown, as you know, in Victoria. Just a couple of mates getting on and having a chat, and we decided to turn this into a uh, a. a as live um, audio because we have pe- different people commenting um, from different parts of the world, which is fantastic for our friends and what a great way to do that as a network and to be able to connect you to again before before grand final day. Uh, I thought it was was fantastic day, yeah. so, Eddie. Thank you for that and Lisa. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming thanks, on. Darren. Really appreciate thank it. You. So just a quick chat to my mate Glenn, who I'm sure will have a question for you, Lisa. <laughs>
0: Hello, hey, Lisa. Glenn. Lovely to see you. Can I, ask. Eddie, good to see you again. Now, I, I'm not going to laugh at Aaron because he is the most technically minded person I've ever met, as Eddie and I mentioned earlier. But tonight, it's gone pear shaped for him. So I'm very happy about it because he always calls me the dinosaur when it comes to technology. And unfortunately, the karma bus has come back and bitten him squarely on the backside. Eddie, of us, remember. A few questions. I'll, hang on a sec, mate. I'll go to Lisa first. <laughs> yep. Lisa. How fantastic is your memorabilia I, memorabilia? I was very lucky in about, uh, I think about 1979, 1980, I
4: got to meet your father-in-law. Oh, really?
0: All right? Oh, yes. wow. And because he was oh. at the Oakley Hotel. I don't know why he was there, but my dad was involved at the Oakley Hotel. And I'll never forget the meeting because as a boy, Yes, I'll put my hand up as you can see in the background. I'm an Essendon supporter, but to meet someone yes, who won yeah. the Brownlow Medal, and I'll never forget, he shook my hand, and I thought they're the biggest hands I've ever seen. They're and I never, and hands. I'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll never forget. And, yeah. and, and 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 my connection oh, with the with the Richmond Football Club goes back even a little bit further. Um, I'm very good friends, and the other jumper you can see in the background is a D. Salle jumper. So I went to school yep. with Grant Shooty, who's the nephew of Kevin Shooty. So and yep. my mother grew up in Richmond grew up not she grew up in the country but worked and lived in Richmond as a young woman and used to go to Jack Dyer's milk bar all the time. Oh. Now, now okay. Jack Dyer's wife.
5: Fantastic.
4: What do you think Jack
0: Dyer's what do you reckon Jack Dyer's wife's name was? What would you think Jack Dyer's wife would be? I don't know. Think, of, think obvious. Jill. I'll go with Betty's. Jill? Jane. Betty? Did you say Jane. Jill? Did you say Jill, Lisa? I said Jill. Yeah, I said Jill. Jill. Jack and Jill <laughs> Dyer.
3: Wow, Jack and Jill.
0: Yeah, so there you go. Fantastic. Wow. fantastic. I'll stop talking now, but I love your passion. I love your passion, and it's. <laughs> i will put my hand up to say I'd like to see the Cats win one because they haven't won one for a little while. Because that, but that said, and I sing it. My sons play all the theme songs now. You still probably got the best theme song in the AFL though.
4: But by, by a mile.
0: By. <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows it. Hear? Everybody. everybody knows. No. <laughs> like, if you, you right. want to sing it.
1: All right. I'm happy to declare no. that we've got a good club no, I, don't I don't want to ever get
0: to play it. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, can I apologise? Well, right. Now, the gentleman that Aaron brought up before, Alan's a pretty good mate of mine, so yeah. you know he's going to get bagged for what happened before. It won't be Aaron. I can see them on my phone now. There'll be text messages to my phone. What sort of show are <laughs> you blokes running? So that's, that's all right.
1: That's right. <laughs> all, all we've done is actually show we're human. So anyway, it was, now yeah. I get to press more buttons, but that was that Beautiful. was a little embarrassing, so apologies for that. And it looks <laughs> like we haven't seen uh, Shieldsy come on, so unfortunately I can't rekindle that relationship and chat with all you guys. So if he comes on, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll let you know. So um, let's just have a quick chat to Alan, and just I'm sure Alan actually might have a couple of questions for you guys because we're going to throw him in the deep end now that he's become a star of the show by default. <laughs> let's bring him in and... And I'm sure he he loves his footy. Let's find out who he bags for and see if he's got a question for you guys. Oh,
2: How are we, are we, Alan? Are we right this time? Is it, <laughs> right.
1: I feel like it's um. I feel like you've become Alan from the Hangover all
2: of a sudden. So let's. Oh. Well, we're gonna have to run. Uh, with that for now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold up, hold up. Uh, yeah, there's better better looking Alans in the world than that, surely. But um, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's been good. Backstage? as you call, It's called Backstage, isn't it? Yeah, so it's been good to hear uh, a couple of Richmond people being, really, like, like Glenn said, really passionate. And it's good to see after a number of years that passion is actually a positive passion rather than blowing up microwaves with membership cards and stuff like that. I think it's, um, you know, I, I, Richmond needed to be successful for the AFL to really go full circle for the last 30 years, I think we've had, the way I look at it, yeah, I'm an Essendon supporter. And as you can tell, I've lost complete interest because I'm wearing an NBA singlet tonight. So, <laughs> um, we Just to see all the big Victorian clubs, and no yeah. disrespect to the smaller ones, but we needed Richmond in the last 30 years to really get back on board, get back on top of things and really dominate football, and they have. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, it's, it's a, I feel like, though, we've gone through a little bit of the what we did with the Hawthorne supporters and the Geelong supporters is the occasional yeah. Richmond supporter that's getting ahead of themselves now too. Yeah. So I hope you guys aren't like that. I know you guys aren't like that, and I can tell. Um, but no. Hawthorne supporters, three years ago, Hawthorne supporters used to absolutely drive me bonkers. Yeah. And then you go back a further five years to that, it was Collingwood and Geelong supporters. Yeah, And I know for a fact we've copped their fair, fair, fair whack of, uh, oh, you Essendon supporters, you're a bunch of winkers type stuff. And... It's but it's just a whole heap of fun, and Aaron, I'm going to mention Melbourne. I will mention Melbourne for you right now. I, I I think, you are one of the more passionate supporter groups. You can see it when you're at the ground. Um, You guys literally just need some success. That's all, and and it will be around the corner very, very soon. I reckon, but, um, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there.
1: Um, Yeah, I think so. Touch on um, Alan. What's your thoughts on the game, and what do you think Lisa and Eddie should expect? Are they going to get it done, or can the Cats steal it steal one?
2: Uh, up front, I'm not a man of sentiment. Let's be honest; I couldn't care less if Gary Gary wins or loses, or whoever you know falls over but <laughs> gets a premiership medal anyway. It doesn't bother me. Um, yeah. I'm probably a bit more analytical about the game, and uh, I, I've got your long winning by two points. And I only say that because I just think they've probably had a little bit more consistency, less less distractions, if you like. Uh, they've had two games, two finals games where they've been absolutely dominant, particularly after halftime. So I don't think fatigue for them's an issue. If it rains a lot, it probably goes in Richmond's favour. So um, I don't have a... I don't have a motivational to pick one team or the other. I just get the feeling that Geelong might might jag this one. Um, yep. I'll put that in the footy tips at work anyway, so I better get up. But um, <laughs> yeah, for me, it's if if your midfield, if Geelong's midfield can break even with Richmond's star midfield, I think that's where it's going to get one. I and mean, I, I think the only key thing for Geelong to be worried about is where you hide Harry Taylor. Um, if Harry Taylor can. Serviceable, then that's that one passenger that a losing grand final team won't have. So for me, it's Geelong, but you're talking two points for me.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. The next, the next quick question. Um, I want to cover off quickly with you guys, and I I'm going to bring up our our next next guest, and it's not the guest you're thinking of. So just <laughs> let me declare that one. Let's get that one out of the way. It's not another, it's not another wrong guest. This one is um, um Who? who out of, uh, let's start with you, Eddie. Who are you, for Richmond, who are you most looking forward to watching for this particular game?
3: Uh, I definitely think that um, Hawley. Um, I definitely think Edwards. Um, yeah, I think that, I I love Baker. Like, um, I think Baker's a great player. Um, um, we, we've... we've I'm, I'm very passionate about all the players. I think that a lot of people are, um, you know, wanting Dusty to perform. I think that that's how the game is won and lost. I think that from a um, Richmond perspective, if um, Scott is listening to all the hype and, um, you know, the media this week, um, just tag Dusty for the whole, whole game. Um, I think that he got away. Uh, he's got away for the last couple of games. I think that um, um, Bolter on Hawkins could be, amazing and i think that um that i think we've got to do the same i think danger is always by himself like get a player on him a whole game like um i think that if you can stay with the players and go to -to toe-to-toe with each individual i don't think that it is a um um it's not complicated and i think that you've got to keep it simple and it just comes down to um who wants it more
1: yeah sure sure Lisa, who's one player that uh, is a kind of a favourite for yours, but not necessarily the best player or, or a favourite of everyone's? Have you got one that that uh, you really resonate um, to as a young? I do. That, yeah,
4: that we um, love? Yeah. Oh, in in the playing group now. Um, I love Absolutely. Nick Flossen yep. and yep. I love Nick Basher Grimey, the, the defenders. I actually I don't have a player I. I love them all. Um, I love the magic that Shea Bolton just brings on, just getting those goals through. And I'm pretty confident we've got a strong midfield. We've got awesome defence. I'm not cocky. I expect us to win. um, But I think we are just just, with the right players at the right time and the understanding they have with each other. The big forwards, Lynchy, Jack. Um, I just love watching them play. and Whatever the outcome is, I'm proud of our team. So, yep.
1: Yeah, good. That's fantastic yeah. to hear. And
4: that's a great. Uh, there's
1: no, there's no doubt your passion comes through, Lisa. And I know you, you've kind of uh, married into royalty in respect of <laughs> Richmond, but you had this passion before. <laughs> I'm sure this this isn't new for you. Um, and it's great. It's great that um, you know, you're part of you, you can you can see it in your passion that you're part of the club. Um, the club loves you and it's so great that you're so close to that playing group and also the admin. And I really hope that you guys can get one done just to please the fans. And, and this, I believe this is your window of your little dynasty. And um, if it's not this year, you know, I still think you've got at least another one in you. So let's, good luck uh, for this week and, and without uh, Thank you. let's, let's even this up and, and let's bring on another friend of ours who, um, uh, that's that's close to this show and close to our hearts, and he's a he's a mad tiger too. You guys may know of the name, but not necessarily the face or the reason. But let's bring up a, a good friend of ours, um, Mr. Matt Cronin. Sorry, Matt, I'm just going to make you a little bit bigger. How are you, Matt?
5: Very good, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having us on, Aaron. No problem at all. Um,
1: passionate tiger, G'day, Matt, no doubt.
5: G'day. Yeah, yeah. Born and bred Richmond supporter. Um, goes back right through the family. Uh, Dad was born in uh, just about a, a good drop punt from Punt Road. Um, born in the front bedroom of a number number uh, number eleven Sutton Grove in Richmond, and uh, yeah, we've we've been Richmond, you know, since the day we were born.
0: I'll just kind of jump for a second there, Matt. I, I, I love that when you speak to. It's so funny, like, I've got two sons, and, and they were the same. They didn't get a choice. I'm a excellent supporter. Like, when you speak yeah. to people, of sort of our vintage, and you speak, they say, I oh, had your back precedent. Or my dad said, would you like to go to the football? I said, yes. Yeah. He goes, good, yeah. you're back in precedent. And, that was, <laughs> and that's how you became a supporter. It was, just, it was as simple as that.
5: Yeah. And, and then well, you we, just we, followed we, that. Yeah, we definitely didn't have a choice in our family, but um, um, I, ha- having said that, my wife Robin—I'm uh, not sure if Aaron knows this—but she's as I'm passionate Richmond. She's actually passionate Collingwood, um, so she she grew up in the shadows of Victoria Park. <laughs> in we go. From her grandparents place you could just poke your head around the corner and you could see the black and white stripes those horrible black and white stripes of the uh, collingwood uh football ground yeah uh, victoria park and anyway when when i started going out with robin we got engaged and we had an engagement party and dad was doing a speech and he he was really concerned he, he started talking very seriously about the fact that for the first time in our family we we're going to have a mixed marriage and he wasn't talking about protestants and catholics He was actually talking about Richmond and Collingwood.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For some, no doubt, doubt, the the true religion, right, um, is is football for some or definitely obviously a second religion. Um, So, Matt, you you mentioned that uh, you've been obviously a passionate Tigers fan. Fantastic to have some success. Um, You've also got one of your ambassadors of the Pat Cronin Foundation. Um, tell us a little bit about that ambassador in particular this week. It's a special time.
5: Yeah, look, um, Matty Richardson, um, what a, what an absolute legend. Um, you know, look, when, when everything happened with Pat and we set up the foundation, uh, we were looking for ambassadors to get on board and help us with our message and we had one criteria that we we sort of jotted down and and that was that the person that we chose to be an ambassador needed to be a much-loved character and richo just fits that bill to a T. so we yeah we we just asked friends that we knew who knows richo who, you know, does anyone know someone who knows richo and through through one of the guys who was on our board one of his mates knew one of richo's mates and he reached out to him sent him a message we ended up catching up for a coffee in at Elwood and we, we walked into that meeting and Richo, he, he was lovely, you know, larger-than-life character. He's, but his hips come up to about here. He's just huge. And anyway, he just had this great big smile on his face, as you can see there, you know, with his, his two beautiful girls. And anyway, with he, he started off by saying, look, I'm really busy. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to help you. Within, And then Robin started talking. And within about 30 seconds he was one over and he said no nah, look I'm, I'm on board what do you need me to do so yeah just been great so um and just really you know i, I got thinking the other day i i uh, sent him a message to do the, a video for the the walk that we've got coming up which he did you know whenever we ask him to do anything he just jumps on it does it straight away he sends it through or a text message and i i just sent him a text message back saying thanks richo you know how, how good's the Tiges this week very exciting and then he traded about six text messages with me and i thought how good's that you know i mean he, he's got plenty of other people in his life and you know we're just uh you know just nobodies if you like out in the suburbs and but he's just rapp- he's, he's a ripper bloke and I, I just feel for him that he's not going to be in brisbane this weekend
1: yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure uh, the fellow Tiger supporters on here too think exactly the same. They'd love to have Richo there. But it wasn't just it wasn't just Richo that's been involved in the foundation or, or donated some time or come to support an event. Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, this superstar, Jack Riewoldt, has been another one um, that's come yeah. along and, and supported the walk.
5: Yeah. Well, look, Jack was actually – that was a bit of a chance um, – uh, meeting if you like with robin um you know robin uh, is very quick to she always has a handful of our b wise wristbands in her handbag and we we're at the local footy that was actually up at diamond creek and jack jack was actually the guest speaker at a diamond creek sort of coterie group and um, the word got around that Jack was leaving. So, you know, Robin sort of hightailed it over to the club rooms, grabbed him, said, here, put this wristband on. And, you know, Jack was only too pleased to, to take a photo with her. So, you know, look, we've, we've, we feel very, um, very fortunate, I guess, that you know, we're, whilst we've got a tragic story with Pat's death, uh, anyone we ask to help us is only too willing to help us. You know, as yep. as we say, one of the strengths of the Pat Cronin Foundation is that we've absolutely got a cause that no one can argue with. Yep. You know, no one no one wants more violence. No one wants more coward punches. So yep. when, when we talk to people, um, it's amazing. You know, we, we just need introductions is ultimately what we need because when, we, when we're introduced to someone, um, we tell them our story and more often we don't even need to ask them if they can help. They'll, they'll say, how can I help? And that's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is fantastic. Absolutely. Um, Can I just jump
0: in for a second? Sorry, 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 Glenn. Go for it. As I say to Pat, it's it's wonderful to hear you say that, Pat. And we look at people, especially our sporting idols and talking, obviously, football this week. And it's amazing you look at them. And as you said about Richo, such a larger-than-life character. And you think, oh, he'd never be someone I could approach. But as you said, it's amazing when you treat them like us, flesh and blood how Mm. nine times out of 10, they'll say, g'day mate, how's your, do you know what I mean? It's just that we sort of put them on a pedestal in a way and we don't treat them how often they like to be treated. Like Mm. you'll see them down the street and you'll say, oh, that's Jack Weaver, but we can't go and talk to him. Whereas I often say to my sons, actually say g'day. And you will be amazed how often Mm. I'll say, g'day mate, how you going? And that's what they got to do. And that's, that's often makes us feel as important as we make them feel, and and just quickly, mate. As a father, what you do—you just said we're just nobodies. What you and your family have done is amazing, amazing. Sorry, Thank I'm but there, yeah. uh, mm. amazing. Mm. You, like you're up,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure we we amazing, all agree with
0: that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the incredible strength
1: yeah. uh, you and Robin and your family have shown, yeah. uh, Matt, during this time. Um, you're incredible. Uh, it makes me emotional thinking about it. makes Glenn yeah. emotional talking about it. You know you know how much you mean to us. Um, let's just touch on Pat for two seconds, if you don't mind.
5: Um, yeah.
1: yeah. I know we've, we've all talked on here whether we've become, uh, for how we've become fans of the game and become the love of the club. Mm. Did Pat have a choice? Or did he become a tiger by default? <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit of how did that happen? Because this was a yeah, year
5: look, year. it's a it's a it's a bit of a funny old story that one as well. Um, Emma's our oldest. Emma's now twenty eight. Uh, Lucas is twenty six, and as I say when I talk about Pat, Pat's always going to be nineteen. And anyway, when Emma was born, there was a bit of an arm wrestle between Robin and my, myself. You know, is she going to be Collingwood? Is she going to be Richmond? Et cetera, et cetera. Two years, two months later. Um, Lucas came along, and when when yeah we didn't know he was going to be a boy. Lucas comes out, uh, he's a boy, and I said to Robin, I don't care who Emma barracks for, he's barracking for Richmond, um, and um, so Lucas became a Richmond supporter. And it was, it was never it was never in doubt that Pat was going to be a Richmond supporter as well, because you know I, I used to take take the boys to the footy when they were yeah. You know, yeah little babies, if you like. and um, yeah they've they've been coming to the footy with me every year. and even as I you know sort of round round my neck here is uh, you know my membership ticket. um but even since Pat died, I've kept Pat's membership going each and every year. And both in two thousand uh, and seventeen and two thousand and nineteen, I got him a ticket for the grand final. and yeah we didn't leave the seat empty. Um, I've always gone to the footy, you know, since I was a a little tacker with my younger brother. Uh, So my younger brother, Rob, sat in Pat's uh, seat and that was, just made the, you know, both the 17 and 19 grand finals just so special.
1: Absolutely. That's a beautiful story. Um, Thanks thanks for sharing that, Matt. Absolutely super. Um, Now, Matt, you may not have obviously met Lisa um, or Eddie for that matter, but my my point tonight was to, to drag a few people together and drag a few fellow Tigers together, most importantly. Um, uh, Isn't it great that you can share uh, the passion for the, for the Tigers together. And I know it doesn't matter where you come from, what background you're from. um, The fact that you can support something like this as a club um, and it it really does unite people. And I I know you felt, you feel the warmth as as a Tiger supporter, Matt, I'm sure. Um, Mm. And, and that, that amazing story of, of uh, you know, having a having a presence with Pat there at the game, um, mm-hmm. must be must be still special to you. For sure. is,
3: yeah, um, yeah.
5: Look, is. it is, and you know, we've got our reserve seats, and um, you know, I, I know, you know, hopefully no one from the clubs listening here because seats are not transferable, but um, someone always <laughs> sits in so, someone always sits in Pat's seat, you know, and. And they feel special, you know. We, you know, like Lucas and I will go to the footy, and and it, it might be my brother, or it might be uh, just a friend, and you know, we'll just say to them, "Hey, listen, we've got Pat's ticket. Do you want to come in on Pat's ticket? And you can sit in Pat's seat." And and they just feel fantastic for doing it. You know, you can feel Pat's presence when we're there. Um, you know, last I got, I got to tell you, last Friday night. Um, I was reaching for the members ticket and I was saying, come on, buddy, you know, (laughs) get us
0: over
5: the line. (laughs) line. (laughs) um, Who was Pat's favourite player? I
4: thought that was a close game.
5: Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, look, it's an interesting story, that, because, um, you know, you might know one of the little nicknames that we use for the foundation is PC-12. And Mm -hmm. um, the story behind PC-12 was that uh, when, when Pat died, he was playing senior footy down at the Lower Plenty Footy Club, and he was number twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of his junior footy, he actually wore number nine um, because his favourite player was uh, none other than uh, West Preston's Trent Cotchen. Um mm-hmm. and um, so he loved Koch. But but also also having said that. If we go back to his Oz Kick days, which is before Cochin started playing, um, we found an Oz Kick jumper that he had, and it had number twelve on the back of it, mm-hmm. and that was of course for Richo. So, um,
4: Richo, yeah, Yay. yeah, Richo. And, a,
5: and a and a very, a, 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 you know, we, we had a we had a little story up our sleeve for if Richo had have said no, and we didn't need to use it, but we told him after he said yes to become <laughs> an ambassador, and that is that. When 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 we when we laid Pat to rest, he has got a few very special things in with him, and one of the things that he's got in there is his number twelve Oz kick jumper. Wow,
0: fantastic! That's great. That is
5: awesome. Yeah, Yeah. that is fantastic. Wow, now I'm tearing up. So I haven't thought about that for a while. So you got me going now. But that That just shows.
1: I really hope yeah. the Tigers can uh, can get can get one more done for Pat. Um, absolutely. And look, what, what I'd love to see, and I know there's a there's a couple of things coming up um, with raising money, um, Pat. Um, sorry, Matt. Uh, most importantly, for for the foundation coming up, um, these these books that have been created relate to footy, or one yep. definitely does. Um, yep. And it's so so great to have uh, obviously had had Richo endorsing it, so to speak. Um, but it's not just that, is it? It's a it's the walk coming up as well.
5: Yeah, just tell, yeah, that's just, it. A little touch yeah. on that
1: for a little bit for us for this year, and and obviously it looks a little bit different this year.
5: Yeah, sure. Just just quickly on the books, you know, look the books are brilliant. Um, you can see, you know, Rich has kids, you know, reading them with him. Uh, but one of the other things when we did the launch, um, if you can just bring up that image of the people uh, in that photo there, Aaron. Um, uh, I'm sure Lisa and and Eddie might recognise a guy down in the bottom left hand corner, um, Ben Crow. Now mm. Ben Ben is a um, he, he's been the mentor for Crotchen and also for Damien Hardwick, and, mm. and in fact the, yep. the the booking for the 2017 year uh, there's a whole chapter dedicated to Ben Crow, and we, we we talk about people we who've helped us on our journey. Um, I read this this book and as a Richmond supporter it's just an amazing book but I think to be honest I think if you even if you're back for another team it's a great read reading the story um, but they talk about Ben crow and how he, ch- he turned cochin's attitude and and Hardwick's attitude around and he's he was I, I'm absolutely convinced he's a driving force behind it anyway I've read this chapter and I, and I guess it's probably got something to do with these little devices we have in our hands Um I said, I said to myself, and I might have said it out loud, I need to meet Ben Crow. And that night on Facebook it came up, people you may know, Ben Crow. <laughs> um, and he was friends with my uh, younger brother who comes to the footy with me and two of my sisters so out of that we did a we had a meeting with ben and he's been a fantastic sort of confidant to us and a bit of a mentor to me personally uh and helped us with a lot of the things we've done with the foundation so yet another person who has just gone out of his way to help with so many connections you know ben was a white boy that's where pat and lucas went to school Ben, mad richmond supporter grew up in Mitcham where i grew up you know his parents and my parents knew each other So, all of these chance connections that just, it's the universe somehow or other, even though we've been dealt a a real shit sandwich with what happened to Pat, the universe has seemed to have worked to help us, you know, through doing what we're doing. So, Sorry about that, but he he, he like helped many, us. No yeah, he, he helped us uh, tremendously, and and uh, with the book launch, we did an online book launch. We weren't quite as brave as you, Aaron, at doing it live. Um, we we recorded it and we we premiered it on Facebook as a as a recorded video at a particular time, which. That was stressful enough, even waiting for it to load up, but um, it, it was really good. So Ben Ben does a uh, probably about a five minute uh, spiel on on how he's helped the foundation and what he sees the foundation being, you know, standing for. Um, with the walk, the walk to anywhere this year, um, we, we have had a, what we've called the walk to the valley, which has been a walk from Heidelberg to Lower Plenty in the past four years. But of course, with COVID, we can't have that. And there you go. The, the BYs on the, uh, that's down at Warringle Park, is about 1,800 people in the, the BYs there. Um, yeah. Just magnificent. Two local guys from Monty contacted me about four years ago. And, he's, and they said, we want to do a, a charity walk and we're trying to find some local charities to donate the money to. Would you be interested? And I said, absolutely. You know, we'd only just started as a foundation. Anyway, these two guys, uh, Luke and Nick, um, just ripper rip blokes. And anyway, out of that, um, I got in touch with them a few weeks later and said, how are you going with the, the other charities? And they said, we've approached four other charities and none of them have come back to us so it pretty quickly became just a fundraiser for the foundation and you know the the first year's walk we made about $36,000 the second year we made about 64 so we we're up to 100 grand after 2 years um, the third year we made 100 and last year we made about 160,000 which is just amazing and this is just local people predominantly doing a walk you know from Heidelberg to Lower Plenty Great, you know, volunteers that have helped us out. But this year, of course, because of the COVID, we can't do it. It's um, a walk to anywhere, a virtual walk. Go for a walk in your own backyard. We can walk more than five k's from home now, which is something. So, um, uh, yeah. But the idea is, if people can jump on board, go to our our uh, go to go to our website patcroninfoundation.org.au. There's a link there to our event um in the week of the 9th of november to the 15th of november um, walk as far as you want to walk let us know how far you're going to walk uh, because what we're trying to do is get everyone's kilometers to do a lap of australia so at the moment i think we're we're almost in darwin so we're on our we're on our journey across from uh from cairns heading towards darwin uh so you know, with a bit of luck we can get a few more people even from tonight jumping on board pledging some kilometers for us and and let's let's see if we can get a get a whole lap of Australia um, yeah.
1: absolutely um, And what I'd just like to touch on there is is uh, I know we've just got this little little baby podcast Matt and, and mm. you mentioned that uh, you don't believe you're anyone mate. you're a superstar to me so let me tell you that for starters but we've uh, we've jumped on as a little podcast uh, so awesome. what's been happening? Um, we've just started, we signed this up last night, so we're, we're in, mate. Um, what I would love to see is that not only we could, through uh, through the power of the Richmond Footy Club and fans of Richmond Footy Club, um, I'd love to be able to not only do this again, but I'd love to be able to fill the whole ground with people that walked in the next couple of years. It may not be this year, but we'd be able to grow into that. Um, and on that, uh, I, I think, Matt, one day I'd love to get you to do this. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> was happy to uh, you
5: and your family had,
1: to 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 be able to do that and uh, hand over the cup would be amazing.
5: That that yeah, yeah. There, I think there's a few 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 people ahead of me in the queue on that one. But ha- having said that, um, one of one, one of back the back great back. things. One of the great things Richmond has done is they have taken the Cup around to the community and I've been really fortunate to get a photo each year with the Premiership Cup, Um, yeah, with Lucas the first year. And both times I've had Pat's membership draped around the Cup when I've had the photo taken. So, um, yeah, really special, you know, great memories and, uh, you know, as I said, look, for that first one in particular, even last year, uh, but the 2017 that was, that was an amazing year. We, we'd just spent, you know, so many months in the court process and we'd just before the grand final, we'd you know, we got a guilty plea. So it, it meant that a, a really horrible chapter in our lives was just about over. Um, so to be able to go to the footy that day and, you know, have Pat's membership with me, and he, he he was there, no doubt, that day. He just had a different angle. He had a different seat and a different view of what was going on. But, you know, I, I to this day, I'm going to believe that Richmond had a 19th man out on the field. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Absolutely. Uh, number right. 12 was out there for sure. Would have been yeah. great to have uh, had been able to have Richo out there just
5: to,
1: yeah. to fly yeah. the flag for him. But I'm sure uh, every one of those players flies a flag this week for Pat. Mm. Uh, yeah. No doubt. So it's great to connect all of you guys. Um, and, you know, good luck this week, man.
5: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's going to be – it'll be a great game. Um, you know, I think Geelong's a, a more than worthy opponent, but I'm I'm, I'm actually I'd, – I'd rather be playing Geelong than uh, the Lions. I think the Lions have got a bit of an X factor there that uh, we didn't quite work out in that first final. It would have been nice to have another go at them. But mm. having said that, you know, I think to come – Via Port Adelaide yeah. to win win over there in hostile territory. It was a, gee, it was a win for the ages. And mm-hmm. you know they put themselves in the in the big show and in with a big chance. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and I, and um, I, and I, I tend to think as, a, as an impartial supporter. Sorry, as for going to the top of you then as much as we all want our own cool. side to be in the grand final, I think the two best teams in it this year are in the grand final, which is that's the perfect world obviously Mm -hmm. especially for you mad tiger supporters but as an impartial person and as a i'm a i'm a footy coach myself i'm going to love watching it because there's so many different things that are going on like is danger going to go forward all day is Mm -hmm. dusty going to play forward all day and as an impartial supporter just a quick question to you mad richmond supporters and it's a question without notice so i apologize (laughs) (laughs) If, and it's a big if, if Dusty wins a Norm Smith, which will be his third Norm Smith, does he become possibly the greatest Richmond player ever? And the reason I ask that, or I I, I state that on, he has got the individual honour of the Brownlow, obviously the Norm Smith, which is the biggest stage to perform on, and possibly... At least by Saturday, a two-time Premiership player, possibly a third. Ladies first, Lisa.
4: That is a very good question. Um, I I have a belief that maybe Shane Edwards might win the Norm Smith Medal. Um, okay. If Dust is he the best twin player of all time? Oh, hard question to. Answer. Um, Eddie
3: what do you think? I think that um, he might possibly but I think the thing that you've got to consider is that um, football in the last 20 years is very different to football in the previous 20 years so I think that you've got to take that into consideration Um, but I think in the modern era there is no doubts and uh if Dusty does win the Norm Smith, it means we win the premiership, which I'll, I'd be pretty happy about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, what about. What about you, Matt? What are you what are you for?
5: Uh look, I, I I love Dusty. I mean, God, he's a good player. Um, every time he goes near the ball, he'll take two or three players from the opposition with him and uh and they worry about him. And he does you know look I, I did see on social media a few people were bagging him in the second half of the port adelaide game, but gee, some of the touches that he has are just sublime and it's just a little knock on here or a push there or whatever his positioning is amazing um and I just i think that the the, the thing that I really love about dusty and um he he very re- rarely gets rattled um and it is that again it comes back to this Ben crow. Um, sort of mentoring, if you like, and the and the mindfulness work that they've done at Richmond, he knows that his job is to when he his job is to get the ball and do what he needs yeah. to do. But the moment he lose, you know, the ball's gone. His job is to get to the next contest where he yeah. can get the yeah. ball again, and he is so disciplined on that. Yeah. Um, and I just love watching him. You know, like he's the yeah you know, okay, he's the tough man with all the tats and stuff like that. But you know, I've seen. Some other stuff, you know. I've never met him personally, but I, you know, you see his interactions with Cochin's kids, and um, and you know, Mark Choco Williams. Yeah. Uh, he uh, Choco Williams was you know doing a bit of mentoring with him even after he left Richmond. And some of the stories that he tells, you know, Choco Williams shows this video of Dusty at the ten pin bowling um, with with Choco Williams' young ten year old daughters for her birthday party, you know. So this is stuff that you would never think of with Dustin Martin. You know, everyone everyone's happy to see the the Swanee stuff and all of that. You know, the trips to Vegas, and I'm sure he loves a good time there. But his other side is just amazing. So that's yeah.
0: a re- a really good point you make there, Matt, about that. And you're talking earlier about Richo, like perception is reality in the world that we're now living, especially in the mm. modern world. But. The thing I watch, and I've made comments on Facebook about umpires and that sort of stuff, and as a father myself, as a coach, I played a fair bit of footy back in the day as well. The thing I love about two players who are playing on Saturday, Dusty is one of them, and Gary Ablett Jr. is the other one. You watch what they do when the free kick goes against them. They Mm -hmm. stand on the mark. Then, as you said, the next thing they do is, okay, where have I got to be? I've got to get to the next contest. Yeah. They'll, they'll look at the umpire and just maybe roll the eyes or something. And as a coach, as a parent, they are such good. As an opposition supporter, you think, oh God, where's Dusty? <laughs> oh, who's on him? Why? How can someone see that he's number four? I love watching him too. That's why I asked mm. the question to passionate Richmond fans. Mm. He is such a good player because he doesn't look like somebody who should be a role model, but as you know, Never judge a book by its cover. Yeah, oh, I agree. Your, with that said, your books look yeah. very good. I like their covers, but yeah, yeah <laughs> never judge a book by its cover.
4: <laughs> Dusty, Dusty is um, sorry, can I just interrupt? Yeah, yeah. I, okay, go um, for we've it. met Dusty a few times. Dusty is definitely um an introvert. He doesn't like, and you can see it, he doesn't like the media attention. Um, he does what he does really well. He's focused, He's disciplined. He, uh he's very close to kochi you can see that relationship which is quite weird because is so different he's just he's just an incredible person around the football team he's inspiring he he does a lot of meditation help. um not that he's an he's not nervous he's focused he is just and his core strength he's he's just he's a freak um yeah so we're lucky to have him Side, that's for sure. And sorry, I've I've got to go because I've got to have my dinner. So that's uh, that's okay, lovely. Fighting no <laughs> and, um, and thank you, thank you so much. That, I'd, I'd like to thank you to on
1: behalf cool. of all of our team. Thanks for coming on.
4: Lovely to meet you, Matt.
5: Yeah, and you too, Len. Lisa. Yeah, go Tigers. See hey,
4: Eddie. Yeah. I'll talk to you before yeah. the game, Eddie. No worries. Thank you. Good luck.
5: Yeah.
4: Thanks,
5: Good luck. Aaron.
1: Bye. what a superstar to have hey uh, Eddie. really thank you for uh getting lisa on um there's no doubt she's as passionate as you are so i found the second most passionate tiger supporter um, <laughs> and uh, and i'll I, I don't want to push you down a rung Matt but i think you just sit in the middle there somewhere um you've got a whole Ha-ha- family ha- of tigers mate
5: yeah happy happy to be there mate that's fine all good yeah absolutely um plenty of us you're <laughs>
1: Your, your, uh, I do. I don't know if we just touched on that. Your Norm Smith, Matt, in your thoughts.
5: Oh gee. Um, you look, uh, I, I think probably coming back to what Eddie says, but said before, Richmond win, Dusty gets it. I reckon, um, or vice versa. <laughs> you know, so, um, yep. look, I, I think he's just, he's just, a, he goes to another level, no doubt, when the finals are on, and and you know, I, I I'm, I'm happy to back Dusty for it. Yeah.
1: Yep, um, Eddie, your thoughts? You know what? I, um,
3: I I actually wouldn't mind Ablett winning. <laughs> um, I I th- I think that a team can win the Premiership, and for another player to to win it, like I think that the great thing about this week's game is that um, two champion players um are there, and that's Dusty and Ablett. But I think that I think either team <laughs> wins if they can man up with um. Each player, like I think, if um, Geelong can shut Dusty down, um, I think Geelong win it. I think that if um, Richmond um, can um, shut Danger, and I, I don't know if Ablett ha- is such a force, but I think if Danger can be shut down, I think I think Richmond win it.
1: Yep. Um,
3: I think Bobby, just, um, your thoughts? One thing, just, uh, just one thing that I um, say is that one Sorry, thing. Ed, I've, yep. As they've come out of um, to finish the game, um, I've noticed both Dangerfield and Dusty just smiling, but you can see that you can see that they both want it real bad, real bad. Um, so it's going to be um, definitely quite the battle.
1: Yeah, look, no doubt it sure is, but it's going to be it's going to be an honour to have these two great guys out there. Um, Dangerfield really deserves one before he finishes, and I know. Uh, Lovey touched on no fairy tales. Um, as a Melbourne supporter, we all know what that feels like. So um, <laughs> the great part is, is um, one thing I do want to touch on, and I probably should have brought it up earlier, was if ever I've changed my tune on a player, um, it's it's uh, Lynchy, honestly. Yeah. Um, and you talk about, you know, what guys are like and what they're like and perceptions are a wonderful thing and what we perceive Lynchy to be like. But that what he did after that game with that supporter um, and I know you guys would have probably seen that story that, you know, to go up to that little kid after the game, there was a Port supporter mm-hmm. crying his eyes out, the poor kid. And look, as a Port supporter, you're probably going to be like that for a little while. Um, there was a yeah. chance. Sadly, his dad probably told him we're going to win. Um, yeah. And and they didn't win. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, used, to, I'm used to that. Um, but that's, that's sadly the reality of how it happens. But what a beautiful uh, moment for for uh, the football club, and, and and that's that's he's really changed my tune of what I thought of Lynch. Not that I thought he was, you know, arrogant player or anything like that. It was just one of those players. He he's got a special spot now in in was my it, uh, my first eighteen.
3: Wasn't Lynch an Ablett captain of um, Gold Coast?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
3: yep. yeah. So, posing side's going to be interesting.
1: So I don't know. Maybe he might give a little handball off to Ablett at some point. And, <laughs> and uh, give him give him a kick, just have a little flashback. So that'll be great. Jeez, you, don't not.
2: you know, not for Richmond's no, you're sake.
1: Right. <laughs> you're right. It might be a mistake. And it might <laughs> you yeah, yeah. I mean, I never know. Yeah.
5: I've got a bit of a th- I've got a bit of a theory, you know, in terms of um, yeah, what's what's gonna happen on Saturday night. And, and it's been the the lead up to this has all been about Ablett and all been about yeah. Dangerfield and yeah. all been about Harry Taylor and all these all these uh, you know, champions who were gonna retire. Um they're just focusing on individuals, and yeah. I think that's the beauty of Richmond. You know, Richmond got very few votes in the Brownlow <laughs> Medal on on Sunday night. Um, we've got, did we get an All Australian? Maybe two All Australians, I think. Mm. Um, two, yeah. yeah. And you know what? They don't give a stuff <laughs> because it's all about the team, and mm. you'll you'll see it. Um, Geelong started the power stance you know in the in the lineups for the national anthems through the final series you know um, richmond have have had that you know brothers in arm approach since 2017 and uh, it's an absolutely genuine thing i think what lisa was saying before the connection that they have with each other is quite incredible so you know i, I think again you know it could come back to the old you know the old adage of the old team of champions versus a champion team um, yeah. uh, and the Tigers win every day. We play our best footy, we win by a mile. So, I think yeah. that,
3: um, is interesting from my perspective is that the media has reported a lot this week um, about the chaos versus order and mm-hmm. uh, I definitely can see um, that point of view. I can see how uh, order really comes into play with Geelong. I just can't see... Um, how order can cope with chaos, but I think I can see how chaos can cope with order. So, like, it'll ca- be. <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I'll come into you there, Eddie, because I'm, I'm looking yep. around the, the the four other handsome men in the room with us at the moment. Yeah. And, and I've got a fair indication of the age, how we've all spoken. Let's talk about the, one of the most wonderful shows ever made Get Smart and Chaos and Control. They said to work very well together, Ziegfried <laughs> and Get Smart. The Chief, <laughs> 99. I, yeah, yeah. I love the fact that it is chaos. Richmond get the ball forward, get it to Lynch, contest, that, 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 that. I, yeah. I think the Norm Smith medalist, there, I think there's been two where the Norm Smith medalist was won by the losing sides player. Yeah, it's I more think, than 2 it's been so more there, than two. I think Buckley, Buckley was one. Mm-hmm. And Gary Ablett,
5: when Morris Rioli was the you first Morris, one. Morris as well, that's right. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: Can't
2: yeah.
5: forget Morris.
0: Jeez. Now, <laughs> my stepdaughter she did dance, she did a lot of dancing with Darcy Moore, who obviously now plays for Collingwood. When Darcy was a lot mm-hmm. younger, he was a dancer. Mm-hmm. Now, Darcy's a lovely, great footballer, but it's just the connection with Darcy and speaking to Darcy how his dad and watching, I watched a bit of the Mike Sheehan thing on Fox Footy last night, his last interview, he's now retiring and whatever, and just listen to him speak about footy and different things. And Peter Moore, unfortunately Peter Moore, dual Brownlow medalist but played in many a losing grand final as a Collingwood supporter, they used to give out runners-up medals about 1979, I think. But unfortunately, as you know, it's a great achievement, and everyone is proud of their club if they come second, but no one really likes to come second. No. So just a, no. Little, a little thing. And I remember I spoke to Peter once and I asked him, God, it must have been great to play in grand finals. You were a Brownlow medalist. He says, Oh, the Brownlows are going to draw somewhere. And I said, What happened to your runners up medal that you got? I wasn't being smart because I knew they gave it out. I said, Speak to the bloke in about Bay 27 because that's why I threw it when they gave it to me.
2: Um,
1: chops. Yeah, yeah, no doubt it's a it's a team game. And they say you don't yeah. play for those personal accolades, but they're, they're nice to have at the end. A good mate of mine that yeah. couldn't come on, sadly, tonight. He's probably the, the maddest uh, catch man I know. Loves his ablet. He thinks they're going to be too good. They've been they've been consistent. Too many winners all over the ground <laughs> and the defence. Um, well, I won't keep this for too much longer, guys. I know you've been great with your time. It's fantastic to have some mad tigers on during this period. Um, but I must uh, I must come good with my comments I made before when I sadly brought up the wrong guy and substitute. <laughs> anyway, we've we've had a we've had a late starter. It might be a nineteenth man, but he's now's as good as any. Let's bring on uh, another good mate of Eddie's. G'day, Michael. How are you?
6: How are we going, guys? Very yeah,
0: good. Michael? H-L-D-I-R. All right, mate. How are you doing, go, pal? Good,
1: good. Okay. Uh, just to fill lo- you in.
0: Lo- Sorry, Michael. It's lovely to have you on, mate, but we had you on two minutes ago. Now, Alan, <laughs> you can see in the corner, Alan came on, and it was a classic awkward moment in the modern Zoom world. Yeah. Alan's given it's the best feeling about you. Just keep your 18. professionalism, <laughs> Michael. Just run
2: with it, mate. You'll be fine.
0: That's, that's it. Right. So, just so we, don't,
1: we don't need to swap names or swap jumpers. We've got the right guy on now. Um, <laughs> and it's great to uh, – sadly, we couldn't set it up exactly how we planned, but that's kind of joy of going Facebook Live. It was never going to go like that. So I just want to um, put it out to Michael. Michael, let's let's lay it on the table. Who do you bury for?
6: I'm a cat's man.
1: Okay, yeah, so we finally brother. got one. We found one. Okay, so we've got one we've got one to represent. Let's just have a, a couple of minute chat on on uh give us give us your best pitch, Michael, of why the cats why are the cats gonna do it? Why are they gonna get the tigers this time?
6: Look, it's uh or, Richmond are a pretty pretty damn good side. Now Richmond remind me of what Geelong were like ten years ago. Um yeah, good. You have look for the records 10 years ago. Geelong won in 2007. Richmond did the same. And it's pretty much mirrored that all the way through. So 2010, unfortunately, Geelong got caned in a final. I'd love to say Geelong will do uh, beat Richmond and cane them this weekend. In all seriousness, though, so I think one thing that I like about Geelong this year is they're a lot more even and they're a lot more consistent. You've obviously, I've seen the reports over the last however long. How you know the reports on Chris Scott? You know they're choking in preliminary finals, his finals record. But I think now we've got a team which can actually compete at the highest level. I think we've proved that this year in a couple of ways. I think our game plan is a little more. We, have, we don't have just have uh, plan A. We have plan B and we have plan C. And I think in the past, we've always only had plan A. So obviously, if plan A doesn't work, then we go plan B and plan C. Then, okay, so that's one thing. The other thing is too, obviously, there's the emotional factor. You know, we've got a little <laughs> ball bloke who I design myself
1: like. Yeah. yeah, you've got a little, got yeah, a little, little similarity, oh, a little bit of, Just came into the, into the little backstage thumbnail down here and I thought we'd got the great man on for a second, <laughs> um, no, a no, no, no little... apologize. I have to apologise, uh, Michael, but uh, he, I, I know it was all about swapping names and the guys were going all over the place, So, stranger things have happened, um, but it's great to have you on anyway, Michael, and uh, I'm sure it's not the first time you've been referred to as a little master.
6: Oh yeah!
1: <laughs> yeah. Any, you know, uh, take it while you can, mate. I've just called you once, so why not? Yeah, why not? I'll
0: take it. Any you other care. conversation over there now, Michael? You are just now the little master. I'm just going to say to my boys when I get off here. I see "We had the little master come on tonight." <laughs> to come Hello. On. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. No,
1: like that. Um, I've
6: got a great. Player. he's a good player. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. No. Absolutely. Who's Michael, uh, can let's it, just cover, cover up the Norm Smith for a second. Who's your Norm Smith tip, Michael? Oh, look,
6: from our side, obviously, you got to look at the obvious. Uh, Paddy Dangerfield's probably the main man, he's probably the main man for it since he's got the X factor. Wouldn't it surprise me, and if Geelong win, we need this guy to fire, and that's Tom Hawkins. So, yep. yeah. that's my. Favorite. I, on the other side, I'll be very, and I'll play, be even. Obviously, there's the emotional side for Dusty to win three. I think a guy who's been very good for Richmond, or well, there's two guys who've been very good for Richmond. One who, uh, he probably should have won at least one, Norm Smith over the last two or a couple of years, is Bashir Hawley. Mm-hmm. And the other one yep. who is a player I admire a hell of a lot through Richmond. Doesn't get a lot of the pats on the back like the other guys, but Shane Edwards—he's a gun. He's an yeah. absolute gem. So he's one that you we have we have got to watch. That's um, a good point, Justin. On, yeah, I just—I just think if Geelong also want to win, he's probably one of the main guys we need to stop. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And, it's an interesting um, thing. I just saw what what Justin's put up there. He's Often the, when you speak to Geelong people, Michael, and now watching footy, obviously being an Essence supporter, finals aren't a factor for us and probably won't be a factor for us for a couple of years at least. But yeah. the bloke that I, I rate as a, as a big champion of Norm Smith, and I don't want to pinch Justin's thunder fun that he's popped up there, but internally, Geelong midfielders rate Mitch Duncan a lot. And if you look at all the stats and super coach points and that sort of stuff, I think he's leading. What, did I read some in the paper that he's leading the coaches' votes for the final best player in the finals yes, right. so far? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So yes. he's a bloke that, yes. who, who's that second or third tier in the midfield. Who I think, if he plays well, it takes a bit of the pressure off the dangers, the abelts, the selwoods, those sort of blokes.
4: Yeah, yeah I
0: think
6: you're about, right. a guy who who probably, uh, uh, he, he's not on the face, so the pressure's not on him. So Richmond will target Dangerfield. They'll target uh, a couple of the other on-ballers. It's sort of like, and I said before about how John's become more even, we've had sort of like our bottom six have stood up a bit. Guys like, uh, I won't say they were bottom six, but guys like Guthrie and Menegola. So Richmond put more time into them. It gives an opportunity, like a guy like, Mitch Duncan to actually be a bit more free because in a sense you're not, he's not going to get one of the top players. He might get the second, third, or fourth wheel. So you're right. I yeah, I,
2: I, I, I,
0: um,
2: I've got a different view. Um, I do think the way that Geelong play, though, Michael, and, and give me you can slap me across the face for this if you like. I actually think one of your best chances for the Norm Smith is Tom Stewart. Um, And the reason why I say that is because Tom has the ability to play third man up, gets lots of intercept marks, but he's actually quite attacking. And I I get the impression if Geelong can somehow push up on Richmond, he's going to be the catalyst for that. Yes, you've got some great midfielders. You've got uh, young blokes like Parfitt and that floating around, good forward half. But I think if Tom Stewart plays a really good game based on the role he plays... That actually goes a long way to Geelong restricting Richmond's firepower, and I actually think if I was a betting man, I'd almost have a bit of a rough one on Tom Stewart. He's he's the he's one of the, he's almost the best defender in the game for me for he, for the role he plays. Yeah,
6: and that's yep, and that's a big, that's a that's a that's a really good ball. He uh, you look at Geelong's current picks; he's probably the most attacking out of that back six, mm. and. Obviously, he's an important part of that back six, and I think last week showed it with what Brisbane tried to do. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. now we'll try to replicate that. Don't know, but I think Richmond have got a bit more firepower to worry about uh, than uh,
2: Brisbane. So, yeah, it, yeah, sorry. I was saying before, Michael, um, the only player I'm worried about in your team this weekend is potentially Harry Taylor. And... The reason I say that is because of the structure that Richmond have got up forward. And the thing that concerns me the most, well I think I actually love watching this guy play and he's horribly underrated. And that's um that's Lambert from Richmond. He is yeah, yeah. he's as good a match winner as you'll come across. He just doesn't get the kudos. And I think if you don't have a, if you don't have someone good enough on him and if Richmond play it well enough, they end up getting Lambert on Taylor a number of times, that's that sort of stuff is where I think Richmond could actually win the game. But it Lambert's Lambert's an absolute. He's a star for me. I just love yeah. the way he goes about it as well.
0: He he's one of the best. he's a, and I've spoken about this before. He's one of the best, and it's it's a cliche talk. And I'll go back to the comment you made earlier, Matt, about team a champion team or a team of champions always, but a team of individuals. I think that's Richmond's greater strength. They got blokes like Lambert. Mm. I hear, I think you had mentioned earlier, Eddie. You spoke about Baker. Yeah. Great role players who just know what their job is to do. You look at Lambert's game. What last week? or five day? Whenever it was against Port, he's kicked two goals, and I'll say he kicked two goals, but two of the most clutch goals of all time. Just quick bang on the boot. He actually tried to handball it off to that free kick he got, he tried to give it to Jack Rowe, and the umpire said, no, no, yeah. no, you've got to kick it. Mm-hmm. Then he went mm-hmm. back and slotted it beautifully. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm with Lovey, he's a bit of a, that's why, as an impartial supporter,
3: yeah.
0: it's great to watch because there's so many little things. Everyone, the passionate Cats supporters and Tigers supporters have their great players, but when you're not watching it, I love the little, the fourth or fifth pick who do the little roles, and they're the ones that, Who's going to be this year's Shane Allen from Adelaide? Remember when he kicked five goals? Is it is is someone going to try something different this year, whether it's Scott or Hardwick? Does yeah, like we yep. spoke about Stuart and the role he plays. Like I'm as a as a coach, I tend to look after backman. I play most of my footy as a backman. I love how Stuart attacks but at the other end. I love what Vlaskin does as well too. He's really Which, good at coming yeah, in yeah. as the third man.
3: The advantage that Shieldsy's got is he's a coach too. He's coming at it from a, um, from a coaching <laughs> perspective. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's looking at he's looking at all the players, you know. Uh, the, Shields, a question for you: Can Geelong put up with Richmond's chaos? It's gone. Well,
1: that's one way to. one way to get out of answering
0: the question. I think it's. I think it's.
1: I think it's been the um. The, the, a show for the ages here. We've definitely uh, had our technical issues, but and I expect that. I knew I knew this was going to go pear shaped. Eddie and I had a little test. Eddie and I had a little test on this uh, setup, and we had nothing but freezing cameras and all sorts yeah. of things. Uh, disastrous from the start. Then we started fun. late, um, but to be honest, it was going to be a half an hour show, forty minutes max. We've doubled it up into an hour and a half, so we're, we're going to have to cut this one back. Oh, that means I can cut out the bit that. I put Lovey in there as Michael. We can make this look <laughs> slick. <laughs> um, but it's all, it's all about how it's presented in the end. But what I want to do is just bring uh, bring Michael back as he's come back on. Um, fantastic to see. Um, <laughs> let's Michael. do that Sorry. intro. <laughs> I can do that intro again now and I can bring him in properly like I should have done what the very him? first time. Hang on a minute.
0: It's not Michael. It's Shieldsy it's Thanks very yeah. much. It's the little the master. 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 And he- brought back the little master. That's right,
1: little um, the Yeah, you should have that time. We could have brought you in beautifully. Yeah. Did you hear the um, question, Eddie, Michael? Eddie, Eddie had a question.
6: Um, it was something. That, yeah, I think Eddie was mentioning about something about I used to coach or something
3: like that. The question was: How will the Pats put up with the um, um, the Richmond chaos with um, Geelong's order?
5: Yeah, as a coach, I think as a
3: previous to... coach.
6: <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's a good point. It's hard. I think it's a, one of the best game plans that you could have because you can't plan for it. You can yeah. plan for order. You can't plan for chaos.
3: Yeah.
6: So it's really hard. That's where I think Geelong need to, in a way, push it to a man-on-man game if they can. Yeah. Uh, because, again, a lot of grand finals... Past have moved to a man on man game. It structure goes out the door a lot. It goes on to man on man. So that's what we have to be aware of. And I reckon that's what <coughs> he's
2: going again. <laughs> he's going <laughs> again. <laughs> Hang on.
0: Now, now this is this is a good situation, gentlemen. We've lost the bloke you can't host, and the little <laughs> master's has disappeared.
6: <laughs>
0: Alright, I'm back. <coughs> okay. Oh, here we go. I'm back. Aaron's back. Yeah. <laughs> now
1: <laughs> with Let's quickly cover off. You can't plan for chaos. That was it in its finest. So <laughs> pure chaos there. Um, I want to wrap this up just in a couple of minutes. Um, but one thing I do, we went, we we've gone with tips. That's done. Let's just quickly whip around Eddie quickly and give me a margin. Are the Tigers going to do it, and how much? Uh,
3: Richmond by thirty six.
1: Oh, a, that's Jeez. a big. That's, and and where it's do they cool? get their thirty six? Is it towards the end or is it from the start? Do they blow them away? Second quarter. Righto. That's the winning quarter. All right. We got, mm. We're putting this one down live, so we'll be able to <laughs> flash back on this one in the future. Uh, Matt,
0: let's go to you. Oh, I
5: only gave the Tigers by 43. Um, and, oh, and <laughs>
0: It's getting bigger.
5: And th- third quarter, we blow them away and we give them a few consolation goals in the last. So, yeah.
1: Okay. Just before we kick on to the the bottom two heroes, um, which have been stalwarts stalwart now this program, they're gonna come on. We're gonna have we're gonna have a comedy segment and all sorts of things happening here. So we've got a special guest, uh you might not know this guy, but he's uh he's a superstar of the game. Let's bring on the little master. Who <laughs> have <Here> we got? <laughs>
0: there
1: we go. This is working beautifully in the last 10 minutes of the show. he is again. It's beautiful. This well, is what's happening. This, this, is what, this is how
3: the grand final will play. Chaos yeah. order. Come on. Chaos can't handle there
1: it. There we go. All right. That was
2: beautiful. You've lost all order, Aaron.
1: <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> <laughs> um, Glenn, give us your tip. Give us your tip and margin. I,
0: I say the cats buy 10. Righto,
2: and so I it's going to be a tight it, one. It'll be, t- it'll be tight for the majority of I think. Righto. And, Lovey, give us your yeah, uh, thoughts. Uh, yeah, look, Cats by two, but there's a danger Richmond could win by 48 if it gets away from um, early doors. I'm with Eddie. It could be a blowout. Only Richmond can blow this game out if it happens. Right-o. But I think the Cats could hang on.
1: I'm going to give my tip, and then we'll... Uh... We'll see what uh, the great man thinks and I'll, I'll bring up the great man in a second. But uh, let me... Let me I, think, uh, I think it's going to be one in the last 30 seconds. That's how tight oh. I reckon it's going to be. There we go. So going with that absolute half-starter. half so to
0: speak. Um, in extra time, maybe? Yeah. Be no, done let's not time. get that creative.
1: Let's not get that creative. It's going to be late. It's going to be late, though. It's going to be a late one, that's for sure. Like this show. It's going on forever. It's going to be... I'd like to think there's time on, but it's all not going to happen, and it's done in the last thirty seconds. Um, and I'm going to give that goal to Dusty. So let's see—he's—he's he's going to be the winner and take the Norm Smith. So there we go. Um, let's uh, let's see uh, what the great man thinks. Let's see if we can get him up this time from live from Queensland. Oh, he's gone again. Can you believe it? I think we might have to. Uh, we might have. To... It's been, uh, it's been comical, to say the least. Um, I appreciate Eddie. I should say uh, I appreciate uh, the little master coming on, but I'm not so sure. But he's provided plenty of comic relief, and he definitely knows it, knows he definitely knows his stuff. That's for sure. But he's uh, oh, he's,
3: he's, he's, he's quick me. He's texted me. Quick he's text, text with, with he's his a, a bit with my of different goals. Right. Well, <laughs> no wonder.
0: Oh
1: <laughs> No, uh, there's no it's, doubt. There's, there's no wonder why he dropped that little firecracker and ran because uh, it's going to be a hard one to justify. Um, let's let's hope it's not that much of a blowout. That's not good for the game. I, I, I'm going with my 30 seconds to go. Uh, Dusty scores a goal. So let's, let's leave it at that while we don't have to talk to any more Geelong supporters on here right now. Let's go with that for the Tigers. And the Tigers get their back-to-back. Um, what do you think of the back-to-back, guys? It'll be a pretty special night, wouldn't it? even though you're celebrating at home by yourself. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it'd be
3: great. Here
0: we go. Hang on.
2: Here we go. (laughs) So elusive. So evasive.
1: Just before we do, do, I need to, uh, we actually just read out your tip there, uh, little master, and we're a little concerned (laughs) that you just dropped a little grenade and ran. So can you justify how you think that's going to happen?
6: Look, I just think it will be close. Uh, or that. I don't think we will be. We will let Richmond get away.
2: Like,
6: I'll be honest. Richmond are, one of the, one of the boys. I think Alan said it could be. It will be Geelong close. If not, Richmond have the has really got the power to blow this game away. I don't reckon Geelong do. So, if Geelong will win it, it will be close. It's, and I think. We'll be okay with that. I still think we've got that emotional attachment with Ablett um, and everything like that. Look, Richmond are the professional side. But hey, we like to have that fairy tale ending. Absolutely. Yeah, I, mask, and I,
1: I get that it just, just before you do, Glenn, the one thing I want to say is it's a two horse race now. You've got it, you've got there. Um, look on behalf of everyone here and I'll take off the we can take off our biased uh Tigers sunglasses for a second and we do wish we hope the fairy tale could happen if, if, if we were anything other than Richmond supporters right now and we've all jumped on Richmond for the night but we hope that the Cats uh, can get it done. Glenn's actually declared he's going to become a Cat for the weekend um, Alan I'm not so sure I think uh, he's not sure either I think he thinks, uh, it's going to be close so, just a pussy. Unfortunately, maybe the fairy tale's not going to happen. Um, but we'd love it too. The little master really deserves to go out with a bang. And and let's be honest, danger deserves one, doesn't he, guys? So um, let's hope uh, let's hope it can happen. Lovey doesn't believe in fairy tales, so he's out. Um, but let uh, <laughs> no, I, I wish you good luck. Good luck this weekend, um, and everyone uh, for everyone in Victoria. This is a celebration. It's been a tough, yeah. a tough uh, six months if not more, and we're totally not out of it yet. Um, but let's see. Um, I didn't get your tip, I don't think, on the Norm Smith, did I, Master?
0: He tipped himself, he
6: told um, me. <laughs> 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 uh, I'll say I'll I'll Right
1: Righto. Yeah. That is an emotional win, for sure. Patty gets that, and um, who, kicks, who kicks the last goal for you? Let's go out with that one for you little master. Is it yourself?
6: (laughs) Gary Gary Rowan.
1: Harry? Gary Rowan. Gary Rowan. I think I heard, yeah. Very good. That would be good. Um, All right, guys, I'd like to wrap it up now. I know we've, we planned for a half an hour show and went to an hour and 40 minutes. So I think it's a testament to how much we probably all love footy and um, can't wait for it to start again next year. I can't anyway. At least we might have an AFLX comp again that Melbourne can win. Um, let's see how we go. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's going to come back in a hurry. But um, it's great to have you guys on, Eddie. I really appreciate the superstar guests you've had. The little master being one, um, and also Lisa, um, the uh, daughter-in-law of a superstar of the game, Roy Wright. It's it's super to be connected to that family, and and we hope we can get you on post. Uh, grand final and, and celebrate the back-to-back, or we might have to get the little master on to celebrate <laughs> his, uh, his, his maiden voyage. So, um, thanks again guys, I really appreciate everyone hanging on um, I know I've kind of picked in 15, 15 minutes of everyone's time, it's been really fun I think, um, and it's, it's time to go and have bald, some dinner.
0: Mate. It's dinner. So that's bald. right,
1: we'll blame him. Yeah, thanks Aaron.
0: That's, that, that's thanks, my nickname boys. by the way, boys, so yeah, I'm easy, uh, when in doubt, yeah. just blame me. Thanks for coming on my guys, <laughs> great night, great night. Right
1: yeah. Cheers, Thank guys. You. Thank you. Right. Right.
0: See you. Bye.